Welcome in, folks. This is a very special edition of the Broke and Opinionated Podcast because we have our first ever guest, Blair, who I'll introduce in a second, but we also are without our two friends, Zach and Justin. So we'll have a half a second silence for them. That's enough. So what we're doing here today is we've got Blair Pierce in the studio. Hey, Blair. Hey, Ollie. How's it going? Yeah, it's not bad. It's quiet, actually. It's quiet without the guys. Um, we are going to do a little, as we promised, it's a little MMA-themed podcast today. But we've changed it up slightly because we're all on different schedules. It's just me and Blair here. And we're going to break down UFC 246 for you. Um, outside of that... We're pretty much just going to get straight into it, but before we do, actually, how was your day, Blair? It's been uh, it's been very nice. Uh, it's a very cold day here in Toronto, um, but uh, really looking forward to the the fights tomorrow night and uh, the weigh-ins that are currently happening right now. Yeah, well, uh, as we you know, just before we we got on here, there was big news in the in the weigh-ins, which. Claudia Gadelia and Alex Grasso, that fight is uh, officially cancelled. Yeah, it's, well, it's tough because it was part of the main card. It would have been a good fight, possibly better than the Holy Firm Raquel Pennington fight anyway. And we lose it. Lose and, it based on a, on a weight cut. I mean, but we lose it by five, five and a half pounds. I mean, Grasso really missed the weight cut. It's like, usually you hear athletes missing the weight cut by a pound or two. A pound or two, yeah, half a pound. Obviously, there's the infamous. Uh, Daniel Cormier, where he's weighing. I think it was was it John Jones, the first fight. John Jones, the first. Yeah. Uh, where did he miss it? Where he's, he's he used the fight. towel. The where second he, one, where he uh, put his hands on the towel. The second fight. It's the, it's second the second one. Fight. Yeah. So obviously there was none of that shenanigans, uh, because you could sh- you could shave off a couple half pounds by leaning on a towel. Um, you cannot shave off five and a half pounds. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they they uh, gave her like the shower curtain. Where she like she took all of her clothes off to give it as, as much, much as she could, as much as she could, and uh, yeah, she, the the limit is I think one sixteen. Like you can't be any heavier than that because the the weight class is actually one fifteen, and she's coming in at one twenty point five, which is you're you know you're a flyweight now. That's a massive well, it's a, advantage. Yeah, it's, a, it's a totally different weight class. Um, I actually had some weight cuts in my time. Uh, not that I've ever been a fighter, uh, but there was a rugby tournament years ago and you had to be under, I think it was 80 kilograms. Um, That's and a we big were, weight. <laughs> we, were th- we were 13. It was like 80. Oh, can't, no. Could it have been 80 kilograms? How much is 80 kilograms to pounds? That's that's nearly that's like, like 100. That's like, that's 200 it's like pounds. double. That's like, it was not 80 <laughs> kilograms. Uh, let me... You know, we'll we'll come back to that. I'll come anyway. This there was one of the guys on the team who was bigger than all of us, and he didn't make weight, and he missed it by like half, a something or rather whatever measurement it was. But he missed it by a little little ways, and our coaches were like feeding him coffee and making him sprint uh, up and down the sidelines in a tractor trying to burn off this extra weight, um, which I think. As 13-year-old, some of our parents disagreed with because uh, it was just like 13-year-old rugby. I mean, it was good rugby, but it was 13-year-old rugby. Anyway, besides the point, anecdote aside, it's a loss for the card. Yeah, it's definitely a hit, but uh, at least we're going to get to see uh, Macy Barber come up to the main card. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited to see her. She Her nickname is The Future, and it it couldn't be more appropriate for her. She's 
ten and zero or eleven and zero right now. So she's definitely in, in, in MMA. Eight in MMA. in the UFC. Eight no in the UFC. So she's definitely on a tear. She's not like world championship level yet, in my opinion. But she's only 20, 21 years 21, old. Twenty one, yeah. So, I mean, she's not even close to her peak yet. Uh, so in the next well, six years, we're going to see her really take off. And she's attacking this really appropriately. Uh, she's saying she wants at least two to possibly three more fights before she accepts a title shot. But she's off. She's got to get through uh, Roxanne today. She's just a really big veteran. Right. Um, but I do see Macy. I see Macy running through her on this one. Okay. And so that being aside the point, if she does move up to the main card, what else do you like about this main card? Uh, I'm really happy to see Anthony Pettis on the card. Uh, he's facing Carlos Ferreira. Yep. Um, Ferreira, is, he's a bit of a dark horse in the lightweight division. He's just kind of slowly creeping up. Not too many people are hearing him, but Anthony Pettis, uh, it seems like he's kind of struggling with where he thinks he should be. He doesn't know. He's tried 145. He couldn't make that cut. Uh, he tried 170, and credit to him, he knocked out Stephen Thompson, one of the best strikers in the UFC, but clearly felt like, you know, maybe he wasn't big enough. Uh, so he's going to test his luck down at lightweight again, and that's where he, he's a former lightweight champion, but I don't know. He, it seems like he's missing a key ingredient now, but... Yeah, and but he's not old either. He's only 32. Yeah, he's uh, still young. What, so he's a year older than Connor. He's... Four years younger than Cowboy. Um, he has age in a way. He has age on his side. But it feels like, you know, a lot of the fights you've seen, he's got a lot of miles on his clock and that he's had fights where he's been, I mean, quite viciously knocked out. And you kind of see that and you're thinking, God, is he actually going to make a return? Or something has changed since knockouts. Yeah, because he's been... His last loss, I think it was to Tony Ferguson... And he blamed it on a broken hand, but I didn't. Re- I, that's not really what I saw. Like I never saw him in a cast or anything. It looked like Tony just Tony's cardio was too much for him, and he was starting to fade. And he started to realize it and looked for a way out. But that could be just how I saw it. Um, but he was still like Tony Ferguson is one of, if not the best, lightweight right now, besides from Khabib. So the fact that he was able to hang with. Tony Ferguson for two rounds, that's incredible. So, I mean, he's still not, he's never out of a fight. That's for damn sure. Right. Now we can get on. Well, okay. So outside of the obvious one, anything else you like about that card? I, I really like to, I'm liking uh, the Holly Holm, Raquel Pennington match. Yep. Um, I'm a huge fan of Holly Holm. Uh, I know they're both, they, Holly is approaching 40, um, but I still think she's a lot better than Raquel. Uh, Raquel, I th- I can't remember. I think her last fight might have been uh, against Amanda Nunez, and, and I'm pretty sure Amanda just absolutely melted her uh, in the fifth round. I think she even said to her coaches she didn't want to go back out for the fifth round, and they made her go out. That was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was yeah. I mean, controversial, obviously. And Amanda just, she just beat the hell out of her. So, I don't know, Raquel... Uh, it, she's definitely one of those, um, like, uh, original women to come into the UFC. Like, she was around when Ronda Rousey was here. Right. Um, pioneer. She's like a pioneer for the women's MMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's only 31. 
that's what's pretty crazy. And she's had 17 professional fights. So it's just, it depends. Like she's, either she needs to make a change or something. I think she might even, should probably even try the 125 pound limit. Because uh, I don't think, I don't think she's going to make any waves in the bantamweight division. And I don't see her getting another title shot. No, not really. She's, no, I just, I just think it's kind of like, this is the, this is the kind of fight that they've picked, that the Dana White's picked, because it's complementary, uh, to McGregor and Cowboy because the names aren't so big that you're going to... I mean, it's weird. It's like you don't, you don't want to take away from your main card, uh, your, your main event. Um, and, you know, no one actually ever takes it away from Conor McGregor when he fights because he is such a draw. But it's the kind of fight where it's like Holly Holm and Kyle Pennington, it's like one of the last times you feel like they'll be able to make this fight because Holly... Holly like, could retire anytime soon. Yeah. And honestly, like, even just watching the UFC embedded videos for this week, I didn't think Holly looked that Great. good. Um, a little previous, behind? Yeah, it yeah. was just, like, previous previous ones where you've seen her where she was up for it. Uh, you, you know, you saw her in the videos bubbly and, and excited. And it honestly, I mean, you know, speaking from a objective standpoint, having no idea, it kind of looked like she was a bit just kind of tired with the whole thing. And, like, you, there was a bit where she was signing... Uh, on the on the fight posters, and she kind of just thought, "Oh shit, man! Like, let's just get this stuff done." So that could be good, could be bad, could be just contributed be, to the weight cut, where she's yeah, just exhausted. Exactly, for sure, for sure. She could come out firing. Who knows? Doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things because no one is actually realistically, no one is paying attention to this card without Conor McGregor on it. Cowboy is a draw. Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor is the biggest draw in the UFC. And honestly, the biggest draw in UFC history, in MMA period. Like, on I mean that that I mean that's what you see with Conor is like possibly in combat sports. I mean, it's not it's not an over exaggeration to say that he is for the casual fan, especially. Absolutely, he is the biggest draw because you know in in fighting, boxing, whatever it is, you have the big names who are always going to draw people. Mayweather, Alvarez, all these guys are massive names that will draw the people. But they draw fans of their own sport. You know, Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz was a massive bout. Tyson Fury, for boxing Deontay fans. Wilder. Yeah, Tyson uh, Fury and, and Wilder is a massive bout with world title implications. But it's a boxing fight. It's a boxing fan fight. Conor McGregor, I think, is that one artist in combat sports who has the draw amongst everything. And, yeah, and, and, and he'll draw has, in grapplers, strikers. Yeah. He he'll join, he'll join the casual fan who doesn't give a shit about MMA but will watch it because Conor McGregor's doing it and it's the big thing. So going into the fight, Conor's 21-4, and four, most recently losing to Khabib. Don yeah. Cerrone is, of course... 36-13. Uh, and, and won no contest, and hold, but holder of... Uh, He's got 33, not, 33 yeah. uh, fights... He's got... Well, he's got the most bonuses paid out. He has the most finishes. Most knockdowns, most wins, and uh, most con- most times fighting in the UFC. Yeah, he's a stud. He is. He's, he's a stud. He's a true veteran. And-, and I think they picked this fight with the two of them because it's... I mean, Conor got a bit bashed on it because Cerrone lost to Gaethje beforehand. And it, like, handedly. I mean, handedly, yeah. Handedly and lost. Before handedly. that, he'd suffered a TKO, lost to Tony Ferguson... But, but both both of those were at lightweight. This yeah, is at welterweight, which is a massive difference. You can't under, understate how much of a difference the welterweight to lightweight difference is. It's fifteen pounds. That's a huge difference. Which and part of it is is a big difference because 
Connor has, I hasten to say, no, but he, he is the best stopper and the most lethal puncher at 155, no doubt. I don't think there is a better no. puncher. Hard-hitting, like stopping power? Yeah, stopping power. There, there isn't someone better at 155. Other than, honestly, Justin Gaethje. That would be, that would be a rival to Connor, but I still yeah. think Connor hits the hardest I still think, in the 155. And uh, you add 15 pounds to that, you're not only adding... Like, you're not just adding 15 pounds to Connor's punching power because it doesn't necessarily work like that. What weight normally works with is a chin. And, like, if there's just more weight on your body, it's it's harder to... Especially if you haven't sucked out all the water. Yeah, like, you just find that... You're not fatigued. Everything is... Yeah, everything changes when you add the 15 pounds in. So, Cowboy getting knocked out at 155 when, you know, massive, rabid Connor fans will say he'll knock him out, he'll knock him out. You're having a massive swing in weights. Especially so, because Donald walks around naturally at 180. Yeah. So, and Connor, Connor's not small. He walks around at... Pro, I mean, 165, 160, 170. Yeah, the 160s. But, you know, when you think about... Uh, like, when you think about the UFC, the, the Diaz-McGregor fight at 55... 170. Well, no, but, like, the, the fifth, like they're like, oh, these guys are, like, 55. Oh, for lightweighters, yeah. Yeah, and they both come in as a welterweight fight. You saw Diaz, who was much more of a natural welterweight, coming in realistically at probably 180-something. Yeah. And Connor is not... Like, Connor is, not that, is not that. You could see that in the fight. Just Nate had a considerable amount of size on Connor. And Connor, and you saw that especially in the first fight where Connor just wasn't quite prepped. He, he was fine in the second fight because obviously he, he won. Um, but do you think the, the welterweight is going to have a more detrimental impact on Connor? Or do you think that it's kind of just a misnomer that Connor is still going to be able to, you know, handle himself handedly at, one eight, at 170? Yeah, I think... Um if uh, Connor's sticking in the 170-pound division, he's going to have to try and go through Colby Covington and Kamar Usman, who are both collegiate wrestlers. And he, Connor's shown that he really does struggle when it comes to fighters who specialize in grappling, in wrestling. Yeah. Chad Mendez took him down four to five times. Um, Khabib took him down whenever he really... He stuffed a few of them early on, but really, Khabib, whenever he got a hold of him, he controlled him. And I feel like that'll happen with Usman and Covington, but Connor is also saying he thinks he can take out Jorge Masvidal and take the BMF belt. Yeah, uh, I think that's a really dangerous fight. Well, I you know it's it's like Connor picked Connor picked one seventy with an eye on doing this. That's what everyone thinks. That's what everyone is because Connor says all this stuff about how uh, he always wants the be rematch, but. You know, if you wanted that, why wouldn't you just stick at 155? Because Cowboy has done 155. He wouldn't be opposed to doing 155. It feels like Connor picked 170 to show that he is in the 170 bracket and wants to be the first three-weight champion, whether he can be or not, is beside the points. I think Connor has picked it precisely because he wants that opportunity and, and the ability to have that chance. chance. Yeah. Tough. It's a tough question because if he beats Donald, it's not like that's uh, like a number one contender win. No. Um, I think if if he wins this fight, it's either going to come down to Connor fighting Jorge or Connor going back down to 155 and taking that Khabib rematch. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe maybe um, maybe this time around he is able to stuff the shots from Khabib. 
Because yeah. he said himself he did not respect Khabib at all. He didn't respect his grappling. He didn't no. respect his striking. And, and there were interesting points that came out of that because uh, Kavanaugh, Connor's coach, long-time coach, came out after, you know, they had a you know, long period of silence following the loss. But then, you know, one of the first things he said in one of the first interviews anyone from Connor's team had was that he said, uh, as coach, he did a disservice to Connor by not, by, by having the training camp to be too defensive, defensive oriented. Yeah. And that they were too... Mind, like they were too mindful of what Khabib was going to do and how to counteract that, and not they didn't focus enough on Connor's strengths, which is his striking, which is his timing, and and frankly, I think his timing is some of the best, if not the best, in the UFC in terms of catching guys coming forward in positions they'll throw, and he has unbelievable timing. Well, for an example, with that one in the Khabib fight, if you watch the very first takedown that Khabib shoots on, Connor almost lands a knee. Yeah, and. Like, I've never seen someone really in a long time stuff a takedown with a knee attempt, and he almost landed that. Yeah. And that could have been the fight I mean, right it, there. It, exactly, it could have been. And I think that, so that's, I mean, without getting ahead of ourselves on Conor Khabib, it could be the, the next fight, but sticking with Saturday, what do you think Cowboy's best chance is, or best tactic is against, against Conor? Well, Cowboy's going to come in with that, Standing up straight Muay Thai stance. Yep. And Connor's most likely going to come out with that karate boxing mix style. Uh, and I think I, I think what Donald needs to do, he needs to use his kicks, especially that lead switch kick, because that thing cracks people. Look at Matt Brown. Look at Rick Story. <laughs> like, yeah. he's done it throughout his entire career. Uh, Matt, the Matt Brown was filthy. That Matt Brown one. Yeah, he it took his filthy. soul from that one. <laughs> um. I think he needs to, yeah, utilize his front kicks. I think he really needs to take uh, some some power out of Connor's step and attack yeah. the legs, especially go to the body early. Uh, and I think Connor needs to be patient. He needs to read Cowboy. I really think he should maybe go like 60 70% in the first round and just get a read on Cowboy. Yeah. Because that's a very big problem with Connor. He blows a lot of his energy in the first 10 minutes. And it's at 170 where we've seen him do it twice at, in the exact same rounds. It's around the seven, eight-minute mark where he gets tired. Mm-hmm. So if he's found a way to not throw so many power punches and kicks and he, he kind of implements what Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz do and just 70% punches I, and can get a read on Cowboy, then I think Cowboy's in deep shit. Um, yeah. I mean, so this is the interesting part is that Cowboy is uh, a couple inches taller. He's what six six foot to five nine. Six one. Six one. Yeah. yeah. So he's got yes. Yeah, so he's got he's got a couple inches on him. Connor has a longer reach by yeah. by two in, by an inch. Like, yeah, like a couple centimeters. Yeah. And uh, Connor's leg reach is just a fraction shorter than Cowboy's. So. It kind of comes into the the question of whether you get Connor's l- arms hitting Cowboy first or Cowboy's legs hitting Connor first. I think people forget that Connor does have really really stellar kicks as well. I mean, well, yeah, you see, you saw that in that's how he won uh, the second Diaz fight. Is he pummeled Diaz's Diaz leg. leg for the for three rounds where he could you know you could see Diaz didn't want to put pressure on it. No, he was de- he was stumbling throughout the fight. Yeah, uh, definitely. And, in and that's rounds. how he won, and that's how he dealt with 
uh, a, a, a height disparity because Diaz is taller than Connor as well. Yeah, he's six feet. Um, so you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Connor resorts to that tactic of trying to pummel that front lead leg in order to not only slow Cowboy down, um, but to kind of you know, it's hard to throw a leg kick and get power behind it when you can't feel your front leg. Yeah, and uh, it's also interesting that they're both they both can fight um, southpaw or orthodox. Yeah. Obviously, Cowboy's more orthodox, Connor's more southpaw. Mm-hmm. So if Connor can, you know, even find the liver shots, that's going to slow Cowboy right down. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's got that wicked spitting back kick to the body. Uh, he does the that front leg kick, or sorry, the back leg kick to the body. And he just, he he does a really good job at that. It's just a matter of can... Can he knock out Cowboy at 170? Because we've seen he's able to knock down Nate Diaz with some big left hands. Yeah. But is it enough to knock somebody flat out? That's the question, especially because Nate Diaz Nate Diaz has beaten Cowboy. So I know Connor's thinking, okay, you know, I've beaten Nate at 170. You know, I should be able to beat Cowboy. But what's... I know it's it this is I mean this is what I think fans didn't realize is that it's actually a really good fight even you know it's not about how their last fights went you're just seeing two really good fighters who are multifaceted and can fight I mean really fight and, and kick and throw and defend grappling like Connor was made to look bad with his grappling defense because he was against Khabib but Khabib is the best. He really didn't do that bad with like, Khabib. He, I think, I think actually, if anything, he exceeded the expectations a lot of people had. Yeah. By not, re- I mean, like, not really looking threatened until that fourth round. Well, second when he got cranked. Well, no, but that, but that yeah. was, I mean, not like, I mean, threatened by getting the takedowns. I don't think the takedowns looked like it was getting threatening for Connor until you got into the fourth. Yeah, because he kept, he did, he got up. Uh, I think every round except for the first round. Yeah. And he, in the first round, he just the kept him round, there. Yeah, and, the, and exactly. The first round, Khabib was on top of him for three and a half, almost four minutes. Just right? up against the cage, he did and no damage. Yeah, he didn't. He just kept him there because it didn't look, you know, it was uncomfortable, sure, but Connor didn't use any energy trying to yeah, fight it. Was, it. He just So I think, you know, people say that Connor is only a puncher, is just naive in that sense, but Cowboy is not only a kicker. No, he Just yeah. because he can. Yeah, he has a lot of submission wins. So, but the interesting part being that Connor's never been knocked out. No, Connor's never been knocked out, but uh, he definitely has been rocked yep. a few times. We yep. saw that with Nate. We mm-hmm. saw that with the. I know he got hammered with that big overhand right from Khabib, but he recovered instantly. Like he was looking for the takedown, so it definitely caught him off guard. Mm-hmm. But he got right back up and countered it with a a knee. And then that's when he got taken down. But he definitely has a harder chin than anybody thinks. And he's at his natural weight, so he's not depleted whatsoever. So I think no. his, his chin most likely is going to be better than than um, than Donald's. Yeah. Um, which I guess brings us to the all-important question of what do you think? you got to pick one. Connor hasn't fought... Since October 6th yeah, of 2018. 2018. Long time. You know, obviously, uh, he's had his transgressions and, and, you know, whatever it is. Numerous things. Um, 
But being out of the octagon for that long is a big factor. Even though he's been training and he's been training in an octagon and he's been working out and he looks good. He looks good, but I think uh, I really do think he's going to have rust on him because yeah. it, he had rust going into that Khabib fight, and you could see it right off the bat. He didn't look like the Conor of old, but he wasn't as focused, and he says he is now. His whole camp has said they've never seen him this focused, this determined. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take them at their word, even though you know this is what camps say every single yeah. fight. Um, and and for comparison, Cerrone's fought. Three times uh, this, this year in 2019. Yeah, he fought in May. Or, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. May, June, and September. I mean, the last two were losses, but you know, one was and, a TKO. Yeah, and and or you know, at different weights as well. Like the, all at all, all all of these all of these are factors, but there is a certain amount of ring rust that you might that Connor is going to come in. Yeah, that, that you might assume Connor has that Cowboy doesn't because he has continued to fight. Yeah, he's definitely the most active. Four fighter. times, I take about four times in twenty nineteen. He fought Hernandez. right at the start. Oh, Hernandez. Yeah, he yeah. fought. He fought January nineteenth, May fourth, June eighth, and then September fourteenth. So his four fights in twenty nineteen, right off the hop in twenty twenty. So he's definitely fresh, cowboy, and he's giving cowboy all the advantage. Like he's not letting cowboy suck it down in weight. No, he's giving him as much energy as he can. So it's kind of like. Connor's making himself the underdog. Yeah, which is impressive. It's not. Yeah, it's like okay, stack the cards, and he's going to try and show everyone wrong. Because Connor, Connor is that kind of guy who thinks, yeah, you know, I'll, screw I'll all of you. I'll, I'll do it, and I'll, I'll prove you wrong. That's yeah. what everyone loved about when he lost to Nate. His first thing was, I will do the same thing, at the one, same yeah. fight at the same at the same weight, and win. And, and then yeah, and then he did, and everybody counted him out that time. So. I think it's a, a really big risk to count out Conor McGregor. Huge. It's, it's a huge thing to count him out, especially because he is going gonna, gonna to control the pace for the first two rounds, definitely. Um, and I'm going to take him at his word that he feels fresh and everything. And I, I think he... I'm going to say Conor can get it done within the first three rounds. If he doesn't, if he doesn't um, knock out Donald in the first fifteen minutes, um, his cardio better still be there. Yeah. For the last ten minutes, or Donald is going to beat him. Uh, whether that's by submission, most likely by submission. I don't see Donald knocking Connor out. If anything, it would just be like a TKO win. Yeah. But I'm gonna say Connor within the first fifteen minutes. And if he can't get it Which done... Which is three rounds. Three rounds, for, yeah. For the uninitiated. So if he can't get it done within, yeah, the first three rounds, then I, I don't see his cardio going that long, especially at 170. Yeah. Because uh, on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, he was 163 pounds. Yeah. And today he's 170. It's the first time he's ever weighed in at 170. He's only, always been 168 or 169. Mm-hmm. So... You wonder what that weight... What did he eat to get he, so yeah, big? The, the, the six, seven pounds that he... Six and a half, seven pounds that he gained... In that short amount in, of time. In three, four days. Is that going to be yeah, a factor? Is, yeah. Is it, is it going to prove to be a good thing for him? Or... Is that going to be a negative? Yeah. Him? I just... For me, I cannot look... I just... I hate thinking... I just... 
I can't do it without, I can't think of it without Connor. And I think timing, you know, you look at Cowboys fights and he, he puts himself in positions to get knocked out. And Connor, Connor, even fighters who don't put themselves in positions to get knocked out, Connor finds a way through with his timing. And, and I he, think Connor does a good job at slipping and rolling with the yeah, punches as well. I mean, you saw that in the in Connor, way back in, in Connor and Alvarez that Connor's head movements and, and body movements. If that Connor or a better version of Connor shows up, Donald is in trouble. And I and, so I just I just think that Connor will knock him out. <sighs> okay. There's the two parts of it. Connor's either going to knock him out within the first round and a half and we'll be done. Or Connor will dominate the first round and a half. Cowboy will come back into it. Connor will slow a bit until, you know, the championship, the fifth round, the real championship round. And Connor will, Connor's going to win by knockout. That's what I'm going for. And it's either going to happen within a round and a half or it's going to happen in the fifth. I think if Cerrone does get that surprise KO, though, I think he's going to... It'll be when Connor's fatigued right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I know Connor's definitely been training it, but I th- wouldn't be surprised if Donald throws a combination with that switch kick Yep. and, and it lands. Because if he lands that, that's going to set the whole place on fire. Yes. Especially if Connor wobbles. So, so okay, so... Win or loss, what does Conor McGregor do next? If he wins, I think... What, like, not... Because we've talked about what we think he might do. What should he do? Should he, should he stay at 170, go after Masvidal, go after Usman, or should he drop back, try and get Khabib, or have another fight at either of the two weights? I don't think he should stay at 170. I think he is just not big enough there. Um, and I know size isn't a huge thing, but... When you're facing guys who is like Masvidal, who cuts from 190, 180, 190, you know, that's, that's some stopping power, especially because yep. he knocked out Darren Till, who is a giant man. Yep. Um, so I think he should probably go back down to 155, and I, he, he, should probably, um, he should probably take on Justin Gaethje for a number one contender fight. Like, I don't quite see why they haven't made that fight. Um, either that or he waits for the winner of Tony and Khabib and he takes on the winner there, whether that mm-hmm. be Tony or whether that be Khabib. Yeah, and speaking of that fight, I think, hot take right now, Tony is going to win, um, which we'll get into uh, another podcast a little bit later when we get closer to the fight. Now, Cowboy, 36 years old, do you think he just rides off into the sunset? Massive, he's Conor McGregor, massive payday. No. He, you think he's going to keep going? He just signed uh, like a five or six fight deal. And because of this McGregor fight, um, he's well. He even thanked Connor for this. He said, "Thank you, Connor, for making my new contract. All of his next fights are gonna be money fights." And you think so? Like he's not like GSP when he was old. GSP, everyone was dying to get a, a bite of because they knew it was a money fight. But no one's gonna take a bite of Cerrone to be a money fight. No one's gonna go after him for even though he's got his well, fights left. It definitely won't be a Connor payday, but. I can see him making like five million dollar paydays, but I think he's got a he. It depends on where he's gonna go because he's lost to Tony, he lost to Gaethje. Uh, it depends where they want to send him in the lightweight division or if they want to keep him in the welterweight division. Like I wouldn't mind seeing Donald and Jorge have a rematch 
Even yeah. though Jorge has beaten Donald already. Yeah. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. I think if I was Cowboy, I'm taking my Connor money and running. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have signed new deals. I would have waited and cherry picked fights. You know, f- and I think that's what he's going to do though. What? I think he's got that I think he's in that position now where he can cherry pick obviously not pick the title. Yeah, of course. He's got to earn that. He isn't he's not Connor in that sense where he can just be like I want the title match. Yep. But I think he can cherry pick on who he wants to fight these big names who are coming up like Maybe he fights Tyron Woodley. Maybe he fights Leon Edwards. You know, you, I don't see uh, Cowboy isn't the kind of guy who's going to say, you know what, I'm 36, I've had enough. He's gone on record and said multiple times, I'm going to fight till I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see him finishing out this contract, and if that's it... I mean, this contract is – that's like a year for him. Yeah, well, no, that's so, it. He fought four times in 2019. Yeah. He's – I mean, you wouldn't be surprised if he continued this same pace because he's fighting in mid-January, which is ex- almost exactly what he did last day – last year. He's only two day, one day behind what he fought last year. So he's fighting almost exactly the same weekend. You wouldn't be surprised if he – Fights in two or three if months. He's, yeah, he retires in 2021 because he's fought five times in a year. And he's also got his kid now as well. Yeah. And after definitely after a McGregor payday and five more fights with uh, a pretty hefty payday, I could see him saying, you know what, it's time for me to look out for my family because I don't know if he wants to have a second child or not. But he, I could see him probably calling it quits in around 2022, 21. There you go. There we have it, folks. That is Broken Opinionated's first ever guest, Blair Pierce. Thank you for having me, guys. Or just Ollie in this case. Just me. Uh, we hope it sounded okay. We're doing a bit of a makeshift recording. So, you know what? Deal with it. That, that is the world we live in. Um, other than that, pick your choice and pick your poison tomorrow. Whiskey or beer? Whiskey or Budweiser? Proper 12 or Budweiser? I uh, snapped up my bottle of Proper 12 ages ago uh, to ensure that I had some. And with that... And although it's not officially Connor's song, uh, we'll we'll send you out with a nice little jig. Presidential campaign. Here, oh dear yeah. goodness me! I just hit play. I didn't. You know what? Here it is. Now. <laughs>